Hello and welcome to the podcast, The Pocket Stylist. I'm Lisa Tauber. I'm an award-winning personal stylist who's actually been in the business now for 17 years. I specialize in elevating professional women, entrepreneurs, and women in business with their personal brand. These podcasts are about sharing my hints and tips. And along the way, I'm super excited to welcome guests who will be sharing their star stories, their expert advice. And I'm also going to be showcasing some brands that I know you are going to love. So if you're a lady who lacks time, struggles to put an outfit together, wears the same things time and time again, and doesn't want the hassle to find something new when shopping, you will absolutely enjoy this podcast. I really hope you love the podcast, The Pocket Stylist. Um, well, you know what? And, and I thought this is a great kind of start because what's really interesting is people always talk about personal style and they talk about, oh, you know, no. I, I need to be I need to be stylish or I need to be for something. So I think it's a really good topic to kind of jump in on and start with because it will help people kick off their whole kind of style journey without becoming too overwhelmed um and that's where I kind of want to want to go with this room today so um but Steph how are you I'm good thank you I'm really excited for this room actually because this was something that I had a big question about I think you actually it was in the, at the start of clubhouse days and I actually asked you around like these kind of questions basically say you know well I don't wear um, my brand colours necessarily so I can't go on video and you were like you know that's that's crazy that's utter madness you don't need, you know um so it is like that that interesting question isn't it about you know well what do you wear you know to to represent your brand do you have to wear the colours and so on and so forth so I'm, I'm really excited to see how this goes but yeah I'm really really good obviously you know I'm working on your website um as well as my own and everybody else's at the same time so um but yeah I'm just I'm really looking forward to this oh good and and you know what welcome to Deborah welcome to Clementina um the that I wanted to do a room because I'm always kind of jumping in and out of people's rooms and I talk about fashion and I talk about style but it's really interesting because I think fashion and style especially since lockdown has really changed and lots of ladies that I'm coming into contact with which are new and existing clients they're saying to me you know well, what do I wear now or how has something changed and I think sometimes we have to go back to the beginning and start to talk about what actually is style so so for Deborah and Clementina because Steph knows me um you know I, I trained as a personal stylist 14 years ago um and I trained as an image consultant a little bit too rigid for me so I went off and trained again with the London College of Style and for the whole of my business it's you know for 14 years now it's been very much about helping women and if I look at my split I am definitely 80% women 20% men um and the women that I work with, I specialize in the 35 to 55 age range. And that's just how kind of my business has evolved. But it's always about making sure that somebody has a wardrobe that absolutely works for them. One that they don't kind of get up in the morning and think, oh, no, 
what am I going to wear? Or, you know, I've got a meeting, what am I going to wear? Or I've got to go on to Zoom, what what top half do I wear? And that inevitable, you know, especially at the moment, the Christmas invite lands and it says, you know, we, we'd love for you to come to this party or this event. And immediately, even before people get to the stage of, you know, oh, I'm really looking forward to this. I wonder who's going to be there and is it going to be a nice evening? The, the thought pattern goes to, what am I going to wear? And we all do it, you know, me included. You know, I've, I've got to go to an event in London in a few weeks and I immediately thought, mm, okay, what am I going to wear? So it's then, a, for my job, it's about taking the worry out of the whole style point of view. And and when we look at it, what, what we do, Steph, we have to initially look at, who we are as people, um, and we take into account that whole seven seconds of the fact that someone will make an impression of you within seven seconds. So when we all talk about style and looking stylish, we, we say, well, what does that mean? And basically what style is, it's based all around your personality and your lifestyle, because initially we're all different. So let me ask you a question, Steph. What's your favourite piece of clothing? What do you think, actually, you know, let me rephrase that. What's a piece of clothing in your wardrobe that you think represents you as a person? Could be anything. Honestly, it would be, I, I've got this green cardigan and it's the kind of green that you'd see a farmer wear, like a farmer's jumper. Like <laughs> an olive green, uh, like I, an olivey kind of colour. Yeah, like a dark olive yeah. green. Yes, yeah. And I think that is what best represents me. And it's not to say, and I know it might be like quite farmer kind of esque. <laughs> I don't really know how to describe it, but that that to me is just what I am. I am the kind of like, you know, I just, I don't know. I just think that best represents me. I don't know how to do, why it is. It just is. So, yeah. Sorry, that that's what you asked then, isn't it? Yeah, what, yeah, that, yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. exactly that. And what's really interesting, it's about it. It it's, it's just that that one garment represents you as a person. And what happens is we want people to be able to see who we are. And and you know what? There there's so many kind of different comments and sentences but basically what you wear is how you present yourself to the world so if you think about it whether you're walking the dog or whether you're going to the supermarket or whether you're meeting friends or for us who are business ladies you know it's about how is someone else going to think of us because initially quite rightly or wrongly somebody will always make an impression about us by based on what we're wearing and it could be the fact you know we, we've got um, I don't know, red shoes on. It could be the fact that our T-shirt's creased. So let me ask you for, and, and Deborah and Clementine, if you want to come up and we can have this as a real conversation, then I'd love you to do that. Um, I'll ask you a question. And, and for those of you that are in the room, you know, have a think about someone that, made an impression on you within the last week was it somebody that you saw in the petrol station was it somebody you saw when you were having a coffee with your friends 
Was it somebody that you were out for a meal with that you thought, hmm, okay, yeah, okay, I'm looking at what they're wearing. Was it somebody that you had a business meeting with, either face-to-face or over Zoom? What did you remember about them? And that's what we have to hold into our holding to our kind of our being what did we remember about that person did we remember you know that their t-shirt was creased did we remember a, that their hair was messy or or what and did they kind of represent their branding go on Steph you were going to answer me and I was gonna yeah I was gonna say actually I've had a bit of a thought while you were talking um about why I think that jump that cardigan represents me and I think the reason why is because it's versatile. So I can, like you said, go up the fields in my welly bobs and um, my jeans, you know, a T-shirt and that, that cardigan on. But I can also put a nice dress under it and it look totally different, if that makes sense. And I think that's something that I pride myself on is being versatile, um, that I can you know, do a whole host of things. Um, so I think that's why it best um, describes me as an item of clothing, I suppose. But to answer your other question as well, is that when, you know, you do, like you say, judge people on what they wear, not necessarily like in a horrible way, but, you know, I do notice if people haven't, you know, ironed their shirts or anything like that um, and, and things. So it is it's just all it's very interesting but I just wanted to add that actually I'd had a thought and that's why I think that that best represents yeah interesting isn't it Clementina hello how are you I'm good um you know what it's for me it's a very difficult um question the personal style I've never been into clothing I've never been into makeup um those are things that I find um, unnecessary, cumbersome, and bothersome. So it's not something that I pay attention to. Well, I do, um, but it's always, it, it's a struggle, a bit of a struggle for me. Um, uh, but when, when you ask uh, about, you know, what struck me about, as a person, um, I would say there are two things that I pay, that, that I noticed um, is um, I was, I was having dinner on Friday night and the person that struck me had a nice smile. So not really clothes related, but there was one thing that I do look when I, when I meet new people is I always look at their shoes. That is something um, for me that, that is something that tells me about, about a person. Are they wearing well cared for shoes, comfortable, are they wearing shoes that um, are expected? For example, women are wearing high heels, even though um, they've been running around at a conference for, for 12 hours straight. You know, so that's that sort of a thing. But um, I find a lot of, um, it, the, the reason it's a struggle for me it be, is because I find a lot of, about, um, a lot of um, inequality when perception comes to mind. Um, I'm active on YouTube, and when I look at men on YouTube, they just throw on a T-shirt, and nobody expects them to talk, especially in um, the tech side of YouTube. 
And as a woman, I feel that I have to look, that I have to, you know, put on a face, that I have to dress nice, because I feel that I will be judged not based on the content that I produce, but also on the way that I look on camera. Yeah, that's so interesting though, isn't it? And, and it's so true because again, it's that somebody's going to wrongly make a decision about you because of, and how you do your YouTube creations and how you work on that based on what you're dressed on. And even even what you said about, you you touched on the whole shoe thing and you said, you know, I look so, at someone's shoes because I can, it, it tells me a lot about that person. And it's so interesting, you know, if you look at, I don't know, any forces, um, gentlemen and women, their shoes are polished because that's what, you know, the forces want the, the look to be. It's very uniformed, very structured, but it, it represents that the branding that is the, you know, the armed forces, whether it's Army, Navy, Royal Marines, whatever. And it, and it is, it's so interesting because what, what you tend to have is, you know, when people, are, they talk about style. It can be anything, but it has to be represented by the person's personality. Now, we have what's called a style personality. We all have one. Um, and we all tend to gravitate towards certain styles and certain fabrics and textures, etc. And this is where we start to create our own personal style. So if you think about it, when you when you dress a body shape, it's about, imagine it's like dressing a gift and we use different fabrics and we use different textures to create the shapes and work with the lines and the angles and the curves of a body. But if I tell you, I'm going to tell you now the five star personalities and what I would love you to do is to see if you can see yourself in them because this is a great starting point to anybody when you talk about what is your style because as soon as I say that to any client, they say, Oh, and they go a bit blank and they go a bit quiet. And I say, hang on a minute. Let me give you the five star personalities and see if you can see yourself in them. They are the same for gentlemen as they are for women. Um, obviously, that they'll just use different fabrics and different um, garments to create that look. When I tell you them, please don't sit there and think there's a right or a wrong answer because there isn't. They're a guide and you can absolutely be more than one than the other. So first of all, there's the style personality that is a natural. Now, nat naturals tend to shop a lot with their hands. And what that means is they they walk through a shopping center with their hands and they're not looking at the garment. They're, they're feeling and they go back to it and go, oh, that feels nice. And natural tends to go for a slightly more informal look, a slightly more casual look, but they play massively with their fabrics. And it would be the cotton, the linen, the the cashmere, the leather, the suede, or the jersey, all that type of thing. They create a look that is fairly informal, but the one thing about a natural is they hate looking untidy. So they'll be very well put together, but they will have fabrics that maybe float, that are a bit structured. They have a real eclectic look, which is why they use lots of different fabrics and textures. You then have the classic look, who if you're, you know, follow that kind of era, the Audrey Hepburn type of look, very block coloured, very structured. The print they'll do is a check, a polka dot or a stripe. Um, same goes for the gentleman. Everything is very 
almost formal in its way that it doesn't use any garment that it has got any stretch in it it's just much more rigid so if you if anybody saw yesterday remembrance sunday in the uk um kate middleton is very classic she had a beautiful black dress on that literally followed every line of her body shape it's an incredibly neat structured look you can create that look whether you're a size six in a lady to a size 26 or whether you're a gentleman who has got a 36 inch waist and a 42 inch chest you can you can just create that look by using garments that are way more structured you then have a dramatic personality. Dramatics are just quirky. They just like things that are a little bit different. So it could be their haircut. It could be the fact that um, a gentleman might have, I don't know, yellow socks. They might go for, a, a gentleman sometimes has a shirt that's got a, in the collar, it might have a different fabric. They might have a lady who has a bright red coat instead of a what we call a base neutral coat in the winter. So that the dramatic is just something different. So if you imagine you've walked past somebody, I don't know, in a high street and you've gone, oh, that looks nice. They will always turn an eye, but not to the point that it's too dramatic. So, <laughs> so for me, I've got to go to this event in London with my husband and he has already said to me, so I'm a natural dramatic. He's already said to me, oh my goodness, you're going to be dressed differently to everyone else. So the other ladies might have a dress on. I'm probably going to wear a jumpsuit because I don't want to look like the other ladies. I want to kind of push the boundaries a little bit. Um, so you've got the dramatics. Actually, it's a good way of putting it. Just push the boundaries. Then you have got the um, feminines. Now, the feminines tend to be very pretty now for a lady even though as ladies we want to look like women there might be a majority of us who don't want to look girly so but they will still use the dresses and the skirts over trousers they will tend to go for a much more ditzy floral print um to, to that of a very big bold strong print You've then got the gentlemen. They tend to create their femininity in more of the colours that they wear. So they like to inject a bit of pastel pink and the pale lemon. But if you've got a gentleman as well, that it might be the the colour of the trouser that they use. It may be the, the shirt that they have. They'll use a different fabric or they'll go for a slightly different print on it that, that just creates a little bit more of a softer look than that of a maybe a classic or the softer look than a dramatic. And then finally, you have an artistic. Now, artistics are literally that you imagine London Fashion Week and Paris Fashion Week, they take that look and they replicate it. So incredibly stunning, but probably only 10% of our population will wear it. Um, I am a natural dramatic, so I love things that are a little bit different. Um, so if you've watched anything or seen anything on my Instagram, you, you might get that kind of vibe. But I hate feeling uncomfortable. I am that person who wants to get dressed at seven o'clock in the morning and take take off those clothes at, um, you know, whenever I go to bed, 10, 11 o'clock at night. Whereas other ladies I have known will literally change their clothing throughout the day which becomes really hard work so we don't want to do that Steph where do you sit in that can did it kind of give you a bit of a guidance did you think of your wardrobe and think oh my yeah goodness, I gravitate more
Yeah, definitely. I think I definitely fall under two categories, as you said. That's like totally fine, um, but I definitely fall under the natural and then feminine. However, I would say I'm more of a natural in the winter months than I am feminine in and more in the summer months. If that makes sense, I don't know whether that can happen, but yeah, absolutely. That's the way that I'm thinking it. Happens. Yeah, and absolutely because you know what we all have different kind of lifestyles and we do different things throughout the year and so we can adapt and we can change and like I said they're very much a style personality they're very much a guide so you know you can incorporate and you can change things as you go on you know the the more and more clients that I have worked with since probably maybe kind of April onwards this year Lockdown has thrown a complete curveball at so many people, whether it's women or gentlemen. You know, last go back to like January 2020, people were either working potentially in an office environment. You had other um, ladies and gentlemen who were visiting clients, maybe on site, or they were having face to face meetings, etc. Then came March 2020. The, the date which will be etched on a lot of our minds and everything changed because potentially the uniform that we have all created for our own work that we work in you know and, and what we do on a daily basis that, that went out the window because basically we were then at home and then when we were at home we reverted to the casual wardrobe that we have. Because how many of you have heard people say, oh, I lived in an elasticated waistband or, you know, gentlemen, I, listen, I have a client who said, you know, he was on Zoom and we created this amazing upper body wardrobe, but he had his shorts on in the summer and he said, no one can see my shorts, so it's fine. So we created this look. Now what's happened, so if you think about it, there was this formal kind of uniform look that everyone created pre-March 2020 then they went through to this casual kind of look which has literally carried on throughout 2020 and into 2021 and now what's happening everybody's kind of thinking do you know what some are going back into the office some are you know carrying on now their face-to-face meetings but what's happened is they've now almost lost sight of the more business orientated wardrobe they've now gone into this casual wardrobe and they're lost and this is the clients i'm seeing now who are i'm lost lisa now because you know offices want me to go back in one day a week or clients want me to visit site or i've got a meeting but now i'm so unused to wearing what's happening i used to wear now i'm lost and i think what's really interesting is how we then start to pull back our own personal style to now represent that kind of next stage that we're all going to go through. So, you know, the majority of people who are now seeing clients are thinking, actually, the world's changed because it has. So whereas before the whole style was very kind of business orientated and it was who we dealt with, we had to create this impression even businesses now are saying, come back into the office one day a week or two days a week, or if you're customer facing, whatever, or product based. But actually, we don't really care what you wear now. 
we just want you to come back into the office. So it's a really interesting concept of how life has changed, how people now have lost their way a little bit with regards to their clothing. I mean, you know, Deborah J. Jacinta, come up, you know, tell me how it, it's it's kind of worked with you. Um, but it is, it's really interesting, you know, there are some businesses like the financial sector were always, for gentlemen, were suits. And it always was because it was a finance sector. You tend to find insurance sectors do that kind of thing. Whereas, you know, they, they lost their way a little bit now because the business is the same where you don't have to come back in dressed like that. But we still want you to represent our brand. So it's this really kind of grey area. Um, I don't know what you found, Steph. Do you find it, has it kind of flipped for you a little so I think it flipped for a while, but now I think it's going back to, you know, that if I go out to meet a client or anything like that, that it's it's kind of going back to how a little bit to how it was before. Um, but, yeah, I think it definitely changed over, um, over lockdown. But now, yeah, I think it is slightly returning back to normal. Well, I say not what, what is normal, but, yeah. <laughs> It's definitely returning, I think, a bit to how it used to be, if that if that does make sense. Yeah, no, it definitely makes sense. So, you know, to create our own style doesn't need to be difficult. It just needs to be looks and that, that work to suit us as a person. So I've got a gentleman client that I've got a couple actually. One is a wardrobe a wardrobe, a wallpaper designer. And initially, he came to me and said, look, I'm, I'm really struggling because I'm meeting with um, designers, I'm meeting with creatives, but I'm going in in a suit. And I said to him, but that's not your, that's not how people want to be greeted by you because you are really creative. And oh my goodness, these wallpaper designs, he was absolutely wonderful. So we've kind of looked at what his branding is now to work out how we you know choose to create his wardrobe but if you think about your own style it has to not only work with that personality that we spoke about just now but it has to work also with your lifestyle because there is nothing worse anybody whether you're a, a gentleman or a lady than getting up in the morning opening up that wardrobe and thinking uh oh now what do i wear so that wardrobe doesn't have to be massive. It can be very much what we would call a capsule wardrobe. A capsule wardrobe is just a small selection of clothes that all go together. And you tend to find, and Jay, I hope you don't mind me saying this, but gentlemen do it much better than women because gentlemen have X amount of trousers, X amount of tops, maybe a coat, maybe a few shoes, maybe a jump, couple of jumpers, they're all interlinked together because gentlemen play a lot with a block colour, whether it be the pink, the blue, the purples, the, the moss greens, the you know different colour chinos or denim or whatever. But they create this look that all goes together, which is why, you know, if if I say to my husband, oh, you know, we're, we're going out tonight, but it's, it's just round to friends, he goes, well, I can just wear this as this. But then if I said to him the next night, oh, we're doing something different, he'd say, well, that's fine because I can just wear this as this. And it might be the jumper that he's worn the night before. But with women, we have this wonderful selection of what's on the high street 
what's on re on you know in the online retailers there is so much to choose from that's when it all becomes a bit bewildering so by creating your own styling it will really help you even from a lifestyle point of view because if you know that as a business owner you work i don't know four days a week you have got three days at home but you've got one day when you always are meeting clients then that one day could be a slightly different look to what you wear for the other three days but the other three days for me personally you can still represent what you're doing from a work perspective because i always say to people if you are dressed for work that represents your branding if suddenly someone sends you a quick email which says oh, you can't just jump on a zoom call you're all ready you're ready to rock and roll we i had um i jumped on a meeting this was a bit of a different meeting and in the background that well, sorry, the lady that came to the meeting, she had wet hair, she had no makeup on, and a t-shirt that I think she probably just dug out of her ironing pile. Now, to me, obviously, what I do, I looked at her in a very different way. I don't remember what this lady did. All I can remember is exactly what she turned up in. Now, I'm not saying you have to be completely polished, but what you have to do is represent yourself, and you have to show up as you every single day and also it makes you feel confident knowing that actually this is my style you can create your own style for for clients we create mood boards and we create different mood boards to represent our clients whether they're at home or whether they're you know in business so having that wardrobe that represents your lifestyle works absolutely perfectly so you know if you've and I always say, people say to me, yeah, but do I, does my wardrobe always have to be a certain way? So I would say, do you know what? For me, I have a dog. Luckily, he's quiet right now because I was speaking to Steph earlier on and something went off and he barks. And I've got a Rottweiler, so when he barks, it's loud. Um, but I dog walk. So I have clothes specifically for my dog walking. So if he goes through a massive puddle or he shakes his head or anything like that, it doesn't matter. I have a family that have got horses. So again, I, there's no way I'm going to wear the jeans that, you know, I've got down to the, the horses. So I have a wardrobe that works for my lifestyle. I have, you know, other days I think, oh, do you know what? I want to sit in front of the telly, but I want to be comfortable. So we, we create our own style using colours and textures and patterns and accessories. But I suppose I, I wanted to do this room today to kind of start people on a journey because style for me has an end result, but sometimes you have to strip it right the way back. The whole wardrobe with the clothes in it comes last. You have to start to think about, from a styling point of view, who am I as a person? You know, does that wardrobe, if you think about it now, the wardrobe that you've currently got, do you think it represents you and does it represent your lifestyle? And that's where, you, you know, life might have changed for you. You know, it might have, you might have started a new business during lockdown. You might have been promoted. You might be focusing more on your business, but within a different client base, for example. And 
style is about how other people see you because sadly you know people make that decision on what you're wearing so I'll tell you a story about style and what's really interesting is it's about how people perceive us and what we wear so I went to do an event about oh my goodness it must have been about three years ago now and I deliberately I had to do a presentation about styling and I deliberately turned up in a pair of jeans, a pair of boots that were scuffed. Um, I think I had a T-shirt that wasn't ironed. I had a jacket on that was not relevant at all to where I was going. And I never forget walking in that room and somebody kind of all of them actually looked me up and down. And I thought, okay, this is working. Because I wanted people to kind of look at me in a way that didn't represent who I was and what my job was. And I, and this these people really were kind of a bit baffled to who I was. And when I went to get a coffee, they said to me, oh, you know, who are you? And I said, oh, I'm Lisa Talbot. I'm the personal stylist. And they went, oh, Okay. And then when I went up and did the presentation, I introduced myself again, but gradually throughout the presentation, I changed. I changed the boots. I swapped the t-shirt. I changed into a blazer. I had a different handbag. I, yeah, everything about it suddenly came back to what I did as a job. So it's very interesting to see how people will make a decision on us within seven seconds of of meeting us but it's about creating our own style and using who we are as people to represent our own branding because whether you are a business and you you know personal branding is a completely different thing because that goes that then links doesn't it Steph into brand identity and we can then link with our brand photography that's very different isn't it as well but we have to get the first part right to then build it into our business would you agree Steph yeah I definitely think that like you said that's basically knowing and understanding who you are first in order to then go into delving deeper into um your personal brand but you definitely need to you know understand how people you want people to perceive you and things like that in order to make it a success um i just wanted to also add that jacinta has said that she would love to join the conversation but it's 1 30 a.m in australia but i totally agree with everything that lisa is saying <gasps> 1 30 in australia wow it's just you kind of you forget don't you sometimes when there's so many different people on this wonderful app who kind of can kind of interlink with the conversations and you know what I just I never want as a stylist you know I get lots of people when I meet new clients whether it's been on zoom over the past you know few months or whether they get face to face and I say to them you know nice to meet you and how are you and should we just grab a quick coffee, which we always do before we, we kind of go into any of our consultations. I say to them, um, have you been looking forward to this? And the first thing they say is guaranteed. They say to me, oh, yeah, but I was more worried about what I was going to wear. And I said, and I always say to them, why, why are you worried about what, what you're wearing? And they always say, well, because I'm meeting you and you'll look me up and down and judge me. And I said, absolutely I don't a stylist job is never to judge their clients or anybody but our job is to make recommendations of items that could be better and it's never about saying you know for example Steph um, 
you know, you shouldn't be wearing this, Steph. It could be, do you know what, Steph? This could be better for you. It might create a better shape. It might give you more lightness and brightness in your face. It's all about that. It's about having, you know, the confidence to actually use what you have from a clothing perspective, you know, and, and, and allowing the clothing that you have to give you confidence and that massive positive mindset. So, Erin, have you got, you know, obviously I've, I've, come, I've come into contact with you an awful lot. We were talking um, about making that first seven seconds count and having our own kind of personal style that we create. And I said to Steph, have you got one item that you think that's in your wardrobe that represents you as a person? Have you got one of those? I do. It's my dungarees. But that's only a fairly new thing. I was well famous for um, wearing hoodies all the time. I had a massive collection of um, different kinds of hoodies. And now I've progressed into dungarees. But like really bright and colourful and in-your-face dungarees to represent... Um, I suppose my personality and everything. And and do you think, do you think that really represents your personality? So would you say then you are quite? So we talked about style personalities before you came into the room, and we spoke about dramatic being just a little bit quirky. Would you say that is you in total? Because I also know of the colour of your hair. Yes, I like to change the colour of my hair a lot as well. I like to have really bright, vibrant colours. That's something that's come along with age, though. I think as I've got older, I want to be more quirky and more individual as I've got stronger in certain areas of my life. And when I was younger, I was very, um, I don't know, very beige, I suppose, but not in a negative beige, but not in a nice stylish beige. Um, I didn't. I was embarrassed, didn't want to attract attention to myself. And even though I still don't want to attract attention to myself in my personal life, because I'm quite in real life, once you get to know me, yes, I'm loud and you know, boisterous and, and have a laugh. But I am quite quiet and sort of evaluate situations. So personality wise, personally, I am a bit more withdrawn. And I think the bright colours give me confidence to sort of bring out that quiet person and give me the sort of like an armour that help me become more outgoing so that I can do all of the videos and the interaction that I do. So, yeah, I use clothes sort of like as an armour, I suppose. Ah, go on. I was just going to say, um, if I could ask Erin a question, um, but I think she might have answered that. So you basically, I, I would describe you, you know, as being dungarees because that's what I know you as. Yeah. And I think it definitely does. But you definitely do. You obviously see that that has helped you bring out the true you. Do you think that you have, like you said, that armour, that confidence to be the true you? Yes, I, I see it as um, sort of like a, a protection um, giving me, yeah, it, it does. It brings out the confident person that I believe is in there and I want to come out more and is coming out more as I have progressed on my business journey more than anything else I've done in my life. Um, yeah, I feel safe 
inside my dungarees because I, I've re, I mean, Lisa and I have spoken about this. I, I don't get fun out of wearing, well, <laughs> if I say this sentence, I don't have fun wearing clothes. That doesn't mean I go naked all the time. I hasten to add, I don't, I hate shopping. I hate getting, buying clothes. All my friends say, oh, you know, let's go shopping if they, and it fills me with anxiety and dread because I am not comfortable or happy in my body the way that it is but there's nothing I can change about it too much. So I use the armour to make me feel safe and stronger and more confident, um, if that makes sense. Yeah, that's really interesting because do you know what? What we always say is that the the clothes we wear, they send powerful signals um, to to those of others who we meet, but also it has an amazing psychological, social and emotional impact on ourselves. Absolutely, it does. And that's then where the whole confidence comes. And, you you know, for people who have heard me speak before, you know, it doesn't matter whether you buy Primark or or Prada. It doesn't matter. It's how something makes you feel. Um, And feel is this massive word that everybody, if you talk to anyone about clothes and style, it's like, yeah, well, I wear that because it makes me feel good. Or I wear that because it makes me feel confident. This feel word is huge. It's absolutely huge. You know, and it goes right the way back to, you know, even your kind of younger years and your teenagers and, and all that type of thing. You know, my, I have got twins of 17. So my daughter is probably about four foot 11, very much like me, quite, you know, drop her in anywhere. She'll have a conversation where we, you know, we are that kind of social people. My son who is very quiet very um very just quiet he'll talk when you talk to him but he won't make the conversation but he loves branded clothes and I can't fault him because he set up his own business and he buys his own branded clothes but he feels incredibly confident in for example a pair of I don't know Montclair tracksuit and his Louboutin trainers but that's again like you said Erin it's a confidence that the clothes give somebody that become that suit of armor and it doesn't matter whether like we said it's either Primark or Prada it's how those clothes make you feel and then this is how we create our own personal style and how we you know we use then the fabrics that are in the stores we use the trends we use the colors we use the textures to create the most easy outfits that we then think do you know what that is me I mean how many times has somebody said to you oh I thought of you when I bought this because it just reminds me of you and what you've done you've created that styling all of us do we create that styling that becomes our own branding and that's whether we're at home or whether we're you know in in business as well and I think that's such an interesting point there's another question I'll ask you know and everyone else come come up and share your um share your thoughts about this as well but if you think about it Christmas time or birthdays we always get a present whether it be from a family member or whether it be from a friend and if you think about it if it's a piece of clothing or it's a piece of an accessory and sometimes I don't know about anyone else we open it up and go there's a bit of silence in my house when this happens and you open it up and there's silence and you look at that thing that someone's given you and thought "Uh oh 
that's not really me. And then you then look at the person who purchased that item for you and you go, oh my God, that's so them. And that's really interesting because we, listen, nobody in my family ever buys me anything now unless I have physically given them the link because it, but it's so true, isn't it? And, and that's when what's really interesting, even when you go shopping with somebody, if you go with a friend or, or your mum or your auntie or your, your partner or whatever, what happens is they'll say, oh, that's really nice. But actually, that's really nice because they like it. That's not necessarily really nice because that's going to suit you. Steph, you flashed when I said that. <laughs> I did. I'm, I'm laughing back here because I can totally resonate with what you've just said. Um, and it's quite interesting, actually. So for about the whole Christmas present thing first is that, you know, my mother-in-law, um, she will now no longer buy for me because she used to buy me um like pastely pink scarves and things like that and I hate I, sorry to anybody that likes pastel pinks here or anything like that but I I detest the color I really do um it doesn't suit me I'm quite pale skin anyway um so much so that like friends will call me snow white um unless I go to a different country um that's really really hot I won't tan um and so it makes me look even more washed out and it actually makes me feel look feel and look ill um so she will not buy for me however um on the flip side of that is that I work with a clothing brand um recently and um they had obviously seen my social media and got to know me via zooms and everything like that and at the end of the project they sent out some clothes and they didn't ask me what I want but when I got the clothes they knew exactly you know absolutely everything about me that I would wear them um and I do I wear them pretty much very regularly because not just because obviously they're clients but because they're absolutely who I am and I can wear them both in personal and for business as well um so again going back to that whole versatile thing that I said at the start um but I absolutely love that they were able to understand my whole you know personal brand and business brand and all of that kind of stuff and send out those however <laughs> my family are somewhat struggling but perhaps because I've changed and they're going back to what they always know but yeah my my mother-in-law uh, always sends me gift vouchers now and um, because she just knows that I won't wear it because um, she'll say she says to my husband like not too long after oh I've not seen Steph wearing it and he was like oh it's not really for her and she was like well why didn't she ask me for the receipt and he's like oh that's not the kind of person that she is um but yeah so now she'll just send out those those gift vouchers um however my mum um we're very much aligned sort of in our style so she can buy for me and I'm quite happy for that um but yeah I sorry like I said to anybody that likes past yeah but again it then goes back to being personal see so we always talk about personal style per personal style is about who we are as people you know and the things that I would wear wouldn't wouldn't work for my friend or you know and, and that's another thing you know you, you might have a friend and you think oh I really like what they had on but actually that's them 
that's not you. And it could be that the, the, the person who your friend is, their body shape's different. It could be that their skin tone is different. So, you know, when they wear a garment on their upper body, the, the colour that is reflecting back into their face, yes, that might be their best colour because it makes them look light, bright and clear and these, you know, this beautiful facial structure and, you know, really chiseled jaw bones and, and all that type of thing. But it could be that you have a completely different skin tone. It could be then that you have a completely different body shape so again what I mean by that is say for example we have a lady who's big busted let's take that as an example ladies big busted <laughs> um you know she's gonna wear a v-neck right so the v-neck it works better for her it's more flattering you might then be the friend who is smaller busted now yes you can wear a v-neck but it's not going to be as flattering for you as a, a round neck or, um, I don't know, a bardo neckline or something like that. And that's where sometimes we can look at someone else and think, oh, that's really nice. But sometimes we then have to step back just one step and go, hang on a minute, that's them. Are they like me? Have they, and it doesn't matter about the lifestyle, but is that person like me? And I suppose what I really, really wanted to get across in, in this room today about is that your own style is personal. And what I did, you know, I've put a little link up um, called What is Style? It's just a real brief overview of what we've covered today. But if, you know, this room is about getting you thinking. That's what I want you to do. I want you to think about, you know, does my wardrobe represent who I am? Are there items in there that you automatically skirt over? Because you know, maybe somebody bought it for you. Maybe you bought it 10 years ago and it now doesn't feel like you. Um, does it do the job for your lifestyle? If you're, I don't know, if you're client facing in your business and you're on Zoom or you're face-to-face -face meeting with clients, does that wardrobe represent what I do now? And it could be your job roles changed. It could be your business has evolved. And then it's starting to work out, you know, the things that are in my wardrobe, should they actually be there? Does it represent me? And you tend to find that as life changes and our whole kind of who we are as people changes, sometimes when you hold on to garments that you, you know, you used to like it, or the other one is you paid quite a lot of money for it, you don't want to let it go. Having it in your wardrobe creates this negative mindset rather than a positive mindset. So my client the other day, she's now retired from a very senior role um, in, uh, I think she was in Dell, but a very, very senior role. In her walk-in wardrobe, she had one wardrobe, well, one side, all work, and one side, all casual. And I said to her, what are you doing with all the work all your, in inverted commas, the work uniform that you have created. And she said, well, I don't wear that anymore. So I said, why is that? She said, well, I don't go to work anymore. And I said, yes, but there are also pieces in there. I said, do you like? Oh, yes, she said, I love that top. I love that skirt. I love that blazer. So I said, it doesn't mean that they now have to be forgotten about. Let's now look at repurposing those and bringing them into your casual wardrobe. And she said, I never thought about that. And I said, let's make now, because this lady, you know, she goes to lunch, she has dinners with her husband, she runs a charity. So she said, you know what, I never even thought about that. She said, I could now 
repurpose some of that wardrobe to now reflect what I do in my lifestyle now when I just need to elevate my look. And I said, absolutely, 100%. And this is where we recreate our own wardrobe to reflect our lifestyle. So do you think, Erin, I'm going to come to you, Erin, do you think over the past kind of 18 months, what you wear has changed? I know obviously you set your business up, didn't you, in, in lockdown. Do you think that what you wear in, in total now has changed? Do you think you've got more confidence in what your clothing is? Absolutely. I didn't wear dungarees or... Um... Yeah, I didn't wear the, the, the stuff that makes me outgoing on camera or anything at all 18 months ago. And because of my illness and everything, I'd got into the habit of literally just walking around in joggers and a hoodie. And then it was you that I heard one day that um, told me, not didn't tell me off, but, you know, in a joking <laughs> manner, told me that it didn't matter what I was doing if I was going on a zoom or if I was going to go on camera I needed to make the effort and that was a big shake for me because I'd gone into a slump after like I say all the illness I'd gone through that I just accepted that this was safe clothing and this was comfortable and it was you doing that that helped me start my mornings where I I mean I have to admit you know I don't do it every day if I don't have any meetings that hair might not get washed um and I in my am in my comfies but if I'm on a serious business business day and I've got meetings and I'm going to be on camera or anything like that it's a proper wash condition hair blown dry get my my dungarees out because I feel safe but it's still smart in my persona um, which 18 months ago I wouldn't and then before that I worked in a school and again my whole style was different then I would go for the shirt you know the jumpers that only have like the collars of the shirts attached at the top oh yeah oh my so, god that's so different so I used to wear obviously black trousers um, and those kind of tops because I was more in a professional mode in front of the in the kids and things so I would wear that when I was teaching and then I went into joggers and hoodies and then I went into dungarees I'm forever changing so I went from a very bland to a very bright and I do feel happier when I've got my bright clothing on and I love that and do you know what you you said I feel and this goes back to that word it's I feel I feel happier so what you're what what I'd love everybody to take away from this today is the fact that your clothes can make you feel good and that's what they should. And if there is one thing that you put on that you go, mm, do you know what? This doesn't make me feel very good because we've all got those, you know, me included. We've all got those in our wardrobe that actually need to be removed. You know, I've got a pair of Abercrombie jeans. They are stunning on, right? But they are the most uncomfortable pair of jeans. So if I go to my wardrobe and I think oh, I'm going to have jeans today, I bypass the Abercrombie ones because I know that they're really uncomfortable. And for someone who's got a natural personality, that's not where I want to be. So, you know, it, go on, Erin. I just wanted to tell you a quick story with the whole dungarees and how feeling good and everything. It's my sister's 50th on Sunday and she's having afternoon tea in a really posh hotel. And as you know, I freak out about formal gatherings and I have hummed and hard about what I'm going to wear. And she turned around and said to me, you know those stripy colourful dungarees you wear on camera? You look so happy 
I don't care, wear them. I don't care if it's a posh hotel. I'd rather you be completely happy and not to be anxious. And so if everyone else is in smart clothes, you'll stand out even better. And, you know, I don't care. So I, I haven't decided if I'm going to, but I have my backup option now that I can wear my dungarees to this event to try to stop my anxiety. So, there you go. So you've now just touched on something that we spoke about I'm not sure if you were in the room at the time and I said literally that invite comes for an event and people panic so whether it's a Christmas party whether it's a I don't know a a mum's school event or anything like that sometimes what happens is when someone gets the invite they don't think "Uh oh you know lovely this is going to be brilliant and I'm going to enjoy it they immediately think oh crap what am I going to wear and that's what you know and now you've got that kind of out the way you now know if you've got the I don't know if you can't find whatever you else you want to wear or you you feel comfortable and you know you're going to go to your, your dungarees and go yep do you know what I'm I feel comfortable in all of this and that's where clothes must make you feel they must make you feel good they must make you feel confident but do you know what you can always just open up your boundaries just a little bit and you know lots of people say to me even when we go personal shopping they say are you going to turn me into somebody different no absolutely I am not I'm definitely going to push you a little bit to try something different because that's why you've come to me but we still work within those um those boundaries that you have but we do push them a little bit and it could be the brand it could be the the top you know jay bless your heart you've you've been in the room the whole time from a gentleman's point of view it might be that um the the three pairs of trousers that you have might be a denim i don't know i'm i'm surmising here a denim it could be um, an oatmeal chino and it could be a navy formal cut trouser right so if you've then got i don't know six or seven shirts or a couple of polo shirts that go with it the thing sometimes for all of us to push ourselves out of our boundaries is to just try a different color or just try a different brand and this is when you start to create maybe more of um, your own personal style because you can just drip feed things in there is one thing before we finish that I wanted to, to touch on as well. So definitely push yourselves a little bit. And if it's if you're going into a shop or you're ordering online, just look at something different. Don't gravitate towards the same thing because, you know, what do they say? If you if you always do what you've always done, you'll always get what you've always got. But just do it gently. You don't have to make this massive change. Just do something a little bit different that still represents your own personal style and hopefully the style personality piece helped you a little bit as well but the other thing I would say and you touched on it Steph you touched on the smile so they say that one of the accessories you wear all the time is your smile as well as your hair so your hair is another accessory all the time but if you think about one thing as well and I'll leave you with a couple of things what when you look in the mirror what you see nobody else sees okay because we are all incredibly self-critical we might see the fact our hair's out of place we might see that the fact we think our ankles are bigger we might see the fact that oh dear you know I'm, I'm carrying a bit of weight around my tummy it might be a gentleman's point of view they might feel that they haven't shaved properly this you know that day but what's really interesting is nobody else sees that I guarantee you, because someone else will then see you and go, how are you? You know, let's go and grab a coffee. By the way, I really love your colour jacket. 
And you'll be thinking, hang on a minute, why are you not looking at my ankles? Why are you not looking at the fact I haven't shaved? So always don't look in that mirror and think, oh my goodness, someone's going to notice that because A, they don't. And that will give you the biggest confidence boost because they don't look at that because they don't see it. They're not looking for it. That That's our, in some ways, that's our own insecurities. But use your clothing to give you the confidence and that positive mindset. So that's what I wanted to leave you with. I think we've, we've done an hour and we've covered loads. I'm going to do this room next week and I'm going to cover colour because colour is another massive topic, but it can make such a huge difference to you and your wardrobe and how you come across because of the meaning of colour and also how colour impacts and looks on your face. Um, Steph, did you have any final bits and Erin that you would like to end with? I just want to say thank you for an absolute fantastic room. I always love listening to all of these kind of things because... Ever since I've heard you start speaking on, well, when I first came into Clubhouse and you and Julie, bless you, took, kind of took me under your wings, uh, which I'm eternally grateful for. But um, I absolutely love these conversations. I've learned so much from you just by listening to this room. So anybody that is down in the audience, if you haven't already given Lisa a follow, please do. And please go follow the club as well, because honestly, this lady is absolutely fantastic with her knowledge and wealth and understanding in these um within this kind of air, within this area sorry oh um, bless your heart yeah, thank you that's very kind of you there's you'll see the pinned link as well um it's a little ebook called what is style it's only touched on very briefly what we spoke about but again if you've got any questions you know but pop over onto Instagram. I there's lots going on over there. There's some quick style tips, etc. As well. So, but next week we'll do the pocket stylist um, club and the pocket stylist room, and we will cover the impact of color. So I'd love you to be able to come and join me. Um, next week um, where we cover something a little bit different i hope everybody has a super monday afternoon um and thank you steph for coming up erin thank you too for coming up and supporting it um and we will see you all next week but i'm sure i'm going to see you all in clubhouse over the next week as well thank you so much everybody have a lovely day Take thanks care. lisa bye, bye. bye. Thank you so much for listening to my podcast, The Pocket Stylist. I really hope you enjoyed this episode. If you'd like to know more about working with me, then why not book a discovery call with me via my website, lisatalbert.co.uk. And I look forward to welcoming you back next week. Bye-bye.